Hey everyone, Dr. Jeff LeCure here. Another wonderful episode of Bros Who Know. And there's no bro who knows without my podcast partner, Richard the Big Dog, Man in Black, the Johnny Cash of podcast, <laughs> Richard Yancey right there. And I'll tell you folks, we're going to save some lives today, Rich. You think so? I think we're going to save a life I today. I hope so. At minimum, we're going to save some relationships you know what we're going to talk with you all about today? Alcohol. And we're not going to talk to you about alcohol like, yay, alcohol. We're going to talk about alcohol uh, and the destructive force that can be behind it. And if you've watched any of our podcasts, and I hope you have, and I hope you've subscribed, I hope you've liked, and I hope you've shared it, you've heard Rich and I talk about a lot of different important things. And we have both talked about that we don't drink. And yet you'll never meet two guys. I should just put a period after that. You'll never meet us. You'll never meet two guys who have more fun. So we're going to talk about all of you out there, many of you out there who are making destructive decisions with alcohol, because of alcohol, in spite of alcohol. So, uh, Rich, I turn the mic over to you. Because in some ways, you were the inspiration for this, right? Because we were talking about it at the gym. We were talking about our next podcast. And I said, Rich, I love the fact how you really have, on this platform, talked about that uh, you don't drink. And you don't hear a lot of cool contemporary people say that. What's what's the story behind your decision to be like, I I don't drink? Well, Jeff, I'm talking since I was little, I always wanted to have my mind to be crisp Mm -hmm. and have control or basically make decisions that were great decisions, right? Mm-hmm. And, uh, and you can't do that with a, with a mind that's on, a, on, on some kind of stimulant or mm-hmm. depressant or something like that, like something like alcohol, for instance. Mm-hmm. Um, and besides, once you go to like a bar or a function where you see people drink and you see how foolish they act, you never want to be that person. No. So life is hard enough. Mm-hmm. And alcohol is like the cherry on top of the... Yeah, Chopping a Sunday. Yeah. I'm telling you, if your life is already bad, you throw some alcohol on it. Yeah. I'm telling you, you're going to go for, you're going to have, you know, you're going to lose everything. Your wife, your kids, your everything. Yeah. Yeah. I always said, Jeff, life is not about you, but it will be, mm-hmm. right? If you make life about you, you're just going to have you. So when someone's an alcoholic and they make their life all about them, they always end up by themselves. Yeah, it is the end sad and, and, Yeah. The lonely world. And you know, you mentioned too about, you know, the impact of alcohol and just as an FYI to our viewers, because I don't think everybody understands this, that alcohol is actually a central nervous system depressant. So if you're already depressed and then you start putting copious amounts of alcohol in your body, you're pouring in liquid depression, right? And I like the way you just, you know, the way you talk about it, which is life is already hard. Why am I going to make it harder on myself? Right. And alcohol should have a warning label on it. And it should say, if you drink this, you're living a lie. Oh, that's true. Right? You're living a lie because you don't actually feel better because of alcohol. Right. Right? And then when you become sober, mm-hmm. reality comes smack you up in the upside your head again. The Real hard. Comes. Yeah. Real hard. And, and you know what? That's kind of what we try to do with bros who know, right? We try to slap the reality <laughs> into people and... Uh, you know, can I share briefly why I've made a decision? Yes, absolutely. I, it, it, it's, and I'm not <clears> saying I've, I've never had anything to drink. 
Uh, I could tell you the last time I had too much was my junior in college. Oh. And it was uh, it was on my 21st birthday. And like an idiot, right? You know, it's like, ooh, it's your 21st. All, all your friends, right? If friends really care about you, they don't want you shit-faced, right? But all your you know, so my friends take me out, and it's like 50, this tells you how old I am, Rich. It's like 50-cent shots. And I had a low tolerance to alcohol anyways. And so I, I, I didn't have a ton of shots. I didn't have 21. I didn't even go into the teens. I was still single digits, but it didn't matter. I had a low tolerance to it. And, you know... I didn't get hammered by any stretch, but, you know, I go back to the dorm and like all our buddies, like, like, see ya. And I'm laying in bed and the room is spinning. I'm seeing Greek gods. I'm seeing dead relatives, man. There's just all kinds of stuff going on. And I'm literally laying in bed going, never, <laughs> ever, ever again am I going to do this. This was self-induced, right? It wasn't right. the flu bug. It wasn't the vid. It was... I had too much to drink, and that was it. Now, if I could just sort of put the uh, the icing on the cake to that story for you, Rich. Here's the number one reason why I've never been even remotely close to intoxicated since then is because what I do for work right. and because I'm a father. And I wanted my kids when they asked, hey, Dad, you ever had too much to drink? That my story started and ended at 21, right there. Right. I made a decision. And how can I say to my clients, Rich, right? How can I say to my clients who come in and they're trying to make better life decisions, right? Hey, you need to watch your chemical intake. And yet I'm at a restaurant with 15 empty Coronas, not a sponsor, with limes because I'm a health nut. Right. Right. And I'm doing destructive stuff in my own life. And I'm supposed to be a role model and supposed to help them on their journey. So I have made a decision, not because I'm anti-alcohol. I'm anti-fool, but I'm not anti-alcohol, right? If someone wants to have a drink, has a beer, whatever it is, I don't care what it is. Uh, I'm anti-dumb decisions. Right. I'm anti-intoxication. I'm anti-alcoholism. And I'm anti-me using because I am a role model for people, hopefully to make great decisions in their life. Sounds like we're wired in, in, in many ways the same way around that, Rich. Oh, well, like I said, I don't want any vices. I'm telling mm -hmm. listen, like I said, what the life now, especially now, mm -hmm. um, it's already difficult. So when you add vices to it, I'm telling you, just, all you're doing is you have a hot air balloon, right? You're just putting weight on your hot air balloon. That's all you're doing. That's a great vision. But I, so when I was younger, it was crazy. So I'll give you a little um, story. So I met uh, some, of, some of my professional friends, right, mm -hmm. that uh, they're lawyers or whatever, and they had some you know, some kids that want to be lawyers, uh, what have you, and there was a birthday party, and I come in my little red Viper, right? Yeah, and, you uh, did. <laughs> and I come there, and I'm all jacked up, oiled up, right? And when the kids, you know, he was, a, you know, I'm telling the guy, you know, held his own. He wasn't yeah. a bad-looking guy. Mm -hmm. He looked at me, he was like, you know what, I'm going to pick up, I'm going to pick more girls up than you are. I'm not trying to pick up any girls. That, right? was, his, that was his yeah, opener? That's what, yeah, and the thing <laughs> that people want to say, I'm not trying to pick them out. I meet them anyway, right? Yeah. I'm not trying to pick up anybody. But anyway, the point is, is that... Um, you know, he's challenging me already, and the guy's like a little twig, right? And I'm sitting there, and I'm just like, hey, whatever, because I don't care. Mm -hmm. So we get on the party bus. He immediately starts drinking, right? And so he's like, yeah, when I get to the club, you're going to see how many girls are going to be coming after me. I'm like, yeah, good for you, brother, because I don't have anything to prove. You know, I, I, know what I, I know what my worth is, right? We get there, he drinks, gets all drunk. He's on the floor, act like a retard. Then we get back on the party bus, right? And he's on the ground on the party bus. Everyone's laughing at him. And my buddy takes out a dildo. 
and puts it in his mouth and take pictures of it. There you go. And then I whispered in his ear, I'm like, that's how your life's going to be for the rest of your life. Yeah, it is. Uh, the point is, is that, um, and that, could, that picture can probably pop, pop up today. Mm-hmm. Um, Does he have kids? Once Do you know you, if he has kids now, Rich? Uh, uh, his life is not that good. Okay. Because imagine if he did. And he's a good guy, though. Yeah. Runner. Okay. So he's a good guy when he's sober, but, you know. Yeah. But my, my, you know, the point is, is that um, it's like anything else, Jeff. Mm-hmm. Once you drink alcohol, you just gave your life to the alcohol. That's right. Right? Because once you make that, that decision, like I said, we're only one or two bad decisions from ruining our lives. Mm-hmm. So once you do that, you know, no one cares, like, why you did it. Mm-hmm. So when you sit there like, oh, my God, you know, I shouldn't have never done this and blah, 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 blah. And that's where regret comes, right? We that's talk right. about regret. And, uh, and it's... And they're not bad people, you know what I mean? It's just that, like I said, if you, if you get drunk or if you want to get drunk and you, you know, you're an alcoholic, mm-hmm. um, the only problem with that is, is that you just you don't have any value anymore, like mm-hmm. we talked about. Mm-hmm. And how can, you get, how can you be in a relationship and be a positive force mm-hmm. or any kind of relationship, relationship with your, your kids, right. your parents, your mm-hmm. friends, when you have such a huge vice? Mm-hmm. What do you think, I think, again, Rich, you're hitting the nail on the head, right, about value. Uh, the one thing I always know, you know, I go into my deeply psychological roller coaster again. Uh, it's hard for me sometimes to separate out what I do for work and what I do for work. And here's what I know. Insecure people uh, get drunk. Confident people don't. And, and I challenge people because there's going to be some yo-yo out there right, in, right, in right. our viewership who go, I'm real confident. Uh, not if you got hammered. Well, if you have not, any vice. Any, any yeah, vice I, that you I run agree. to. Yeah. I agree. So just, just on the alcohol, see, so it becomes like this excuse for people. Like, uh, I'm sure you've heard this at the gym, too, and I'm not going to single out anybody, but you're not, no one's going to talk to me at the gym anymore because they're like, <laughs> wow, this guy's really listening. Uh, I hear people on the weekends, right? You and right. I train in the morning. I hear people on the weekends they're training. They go, "Yeah, I got to train extra hard. I had too much to drink last night, or I'm I got to train extra hard this morning so I can drink a lot at night." See, to me, those are all red flags. If you got a plan, getting hammered. Oh man, right? That's that's some real issues. Here's another concern I, I I find that I want people to recognize. These are red flags. When people start bragging about how much they've had to drink. Right. Do you know what I know about him right away, Rich? What's that? Instantly. Yeah, I had 15 beers last night and I puked in my buddy's shoe. It was a great night. You know what I know instantly about that guy? What's that? He has a teeny, teeny, oh, uh, Rich, I'm telling you, <laughs> like acorn size brain. <laughs> you guys thought I was going somewhere else. That's a whole different podcast. I thought you were going somewhere else with that. Yeah, you did. I, I just, I just, I'm like a fisherman, right? I just, I'm just reeling them in, right? And so, but, but it's true. Self-esteem and confidence keeps you vice-free. Right. And here's another, I'm telling this is, this is part, this is part two of that, right? Mm-hmm. So, Think about this, everyone, right? If you're going out to drink, right, if you're going to a bar to drink, right, um, if there's 100 people, at least 20% of them right, are, are going to be intoxicated. I'm, I'm giving, that's a, and that's just, that's probably I'm being very nice, right? right? Yeah, you're being and out right. of that 20%, 2% mm-hmm. of those are getting pulled over that day. Mm-hmm. I hope so. Right? Well, I'm just saying, again, but it was planned that way, though. Mm-hmm. You can't, I'm telling you, 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 can go to, you can go to a bar one time and then be responsible, two times be responsible. But if that's your lifestyle, mm-hmm. you're going to be irresponsible mm-hmm. at, a, you know, 
out of you know ten times you go in, you're going to be responsible at least two out of the ten. Mm-hmm. So why subject yourself in that? Because if you have any kind of profession, you get pulled over while you're intoxicated. Done. And you have you know now you have you know now they're taking your license away and mm-hmm. they're putting you on the news like you're mm-hmm. bad when you got set up like you basically getting set up every time you go to a bar, right? <laughs> yeah. It, you get you're going you're going to get set up at yeah. some point. You're you're going to drive intoxicated at some point. Yeah. Right, Jeff. That's right. And when you do, it's over. It's well. If you're lucky that day, that's right? right. It's just percentages. That's right. If you drive a hundred times intoxicated, you might get pulled over once. Mm-hmm. But the point is, is that you know why destroy your life? There's mm-hmm. nothing. There's I've never seen a happy drunk before. No. You know what I mean? So, you know, you gotta you know. So if you want, if you want to be in a uh, a great relationship, if you want to have a great relationship with mm-hmm. your family, you want to have a great relationship with your friends. Mm-hmm. You have to first have a great relationship with yourself. If that's you have right. to go get drunk. To have a great day, mm-hmm. it's already you're going down the wrong, going the wrong direction. That's Absolutely. when you need to call me up. You're Absolutely. going in the wrong direction. You know, it reminds me when you when you described that, Rich, that in college I already knew that I wasn't. I just wasn't into. I wasn't into chemicals. Period, and right. and I was into having fun, in a lot of really fun ways, and it didn't involve alcohol. And I remember my roommate. I should probably shouldn't say this on. On camera, <laughs> some people are now going to know it was me, and I know my car's going to get keyed. You know how I feel about my cars, Rich. You know what we used to do, me and my roommate? What's that? <laughs> we'd go to parties, we'd go to frat parties, we'd go to sorority parties, we'd go to parties. Oh, we went to a lot of parties, we had so much fun. And if someone had too much to drink, like one guy in particular, his name was Vinny. You never forget that name. <laughs> and we, we took a this, this dates me, too, on how long ago it was. We took an American flag, and we slid it. He's laying like this on the couch. <laughs> and we slid it in. He was a freshman. And we took a Polaroid right there to make right, this. Right. <laughs> and then below it, we put on a sheet of paper, Mom having a great time at college. And we sent that picture out. Right? That was you? Yeah. Oh, uh, you're in so trouble Vinny, now. You Vinny's probably like 6'5 now, 420, <laughs> squats like 1,000 pounds. Man, you got to have my back. Yeah. Here's another thing we used to do, and I can't believe. But again. So you mean, so this, this show's going to be bro who knows now, huh? <laughs> bro who knows. Yeah. Bro with a broken arm. The other thing we used to do, and I, you know, it was young and stupid, but it was fun because this if they learned that when I'm intoxicated, someone took a picture of me with a flag, and that's the worst that ever happened, they'd oh, go, you know goodness. what else we used to do? We would shave their eyebrows off and then take a Sharpie, <laughs> like pink and red and purple. We'd color it back in, so and you, you know what we boy. would do? What's that? Take a picture. Yeah. Say, Mom, your tuition dollars at work. <laughs> <laughs> and that's another thing for you, for you uh, ladies out there, you women out there. Oh, you know, yeah. you, you, <laughs> it's... It's rough enough out there for you guys, but you put on, you know, you put on your your favorite dress and you look mm-hmm. as nice and beautiful as you possibly can, mm-hmm. and you get drunk. Not only like you're making a fool out of yourself, mm-hmm. but you are setting yourself up to get hurt. Oh, Rich, I'm glad you bring. You are yourself. setting yourself up to get hurt, um, because out of you know out of a hundred guys, maybe I would say maybe ten, five to ten percent would take advantage of you. Mm-hmm. But you might be unlucky that night. That's right. And you might meet, meet one of those, you know, one of those guys in that. And you got a greater likelihood in right. that environment, right? Right. And the thing about, and I, you know, and I'm gonna get heat on this, mm-hmm. but I'm gonna tell you something. You know, when it comes to like, you know, if you're intoxicated and you get raped, yes, the man is not supposed to take advantage of you, 100. Mm-hmm. But you have to take responsibility of your life. Mm-hmm. So you, 
you know, you can't blame it all on him. Mm-hmm. You have to say, you know, listen, I should have been more responsible mm-hmm. uh, with yourself. Um, and, Can I follow uh, up on that, Rich? Yeah, yeah. you bring it up, and I got your back. If someone gives you heat, I'll cool them down. Mm-hmm. Because you bring up a, a really valid point. 80% of all date rapes involves alcohol with both parties intoxicated. Right. And so we're not saying that because a woman drinks too much, she asked for it, needed it, wanted it, shouldn't have dressed a certain way. What we're saying is if she's intoxicated, she doesn't have the wherewithal to be able to say, you know, I'm going to put myself in a a safe situation. Uh, And the amount of time, and I've been in court as a witness, the amount of times, and and, and I, I, I have to use this word, I hope it doesn't get beeped out, if our producer Michelle who's wonderful has to do it Michelle I got you back if our our cool intern Jack today has to beep this out I'm all right with it but remember a man never does this but I've heard asshole guys in court who have raped a woman on a date and their defense attorney says well he had too much to drink he didn't know what he was doing you know what I would do if I if I could change the law First of all, if you rape somebody, you never get out of jail. And if you use alcohol as your excuse, I get to beat you twice and then you go to jail. That's how furious it makes me. So I'm glad you're bringing up. For all our sisters watching our program today, Rich, that date rape is still epidemic. And again, it happens in the environment in which alcohol flows like water. Right. Right? And what people don't understand is, is that even if you are, if you are in front of a judge mm-hmm. and you're intoxicated, they won't even talk to you. Mm-hmm. Like you can't even, you know, you, once you're intox- intoxicated, they, like you, you can't even sign a contract if you're That's intoxicated. Right. So think about that. If there's a contract, you can't even sign it if you're intoxicated because it's, it's null and void. Mm-hmm. Because you're not at a state where you, you, know, you know exactly what you're doing. Mm-hmm. So, you know, once you put yourself in that situation... Um, it's done. It's 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 you in have the, to take ownership right, you, for your you, behavior. Well, you, you know, and to. that's and that's the thing. Like I said, life is crazy. So let me tell you something. You can get if if life was like this, you could have as many vices as you want. Mm-hmm. If you can make a mistake and say you and go and say, okay, you know what? I can rewind and do it over again. If mm-hmm. there was a do over, mm-hmm. do whatever you want to do. Mm-hmm. But in this world, especially now when it's you know every like you got cameras everywhere, mm-hmm. there's no do overs. No, not you know? anymore. And it's sad because you could be the best person in the world. Mm-hmm. And do something over and over and over again in your life, and everyone respects you, and you have a good reputation. You make one mistake, mm-hmm. and you ruin everything that you've done for all those That's years. Right. You can ruin it. So you know, I'm not saying that you won't do that without alcohol. I'm just saying that that the probability of you ruining your life Absolutely. is a lot less without the, That's without right. the alcohol. You exponentially, bad stuff happens when alcohol is around. I, I'm not pro marijuana. I've actually never used it, and you know what? I'm not proud of it because, you know, I've, I've done my individual podcast where I talk about people being proud. Uh, I'm just stating the fact, right? It's not like, oh, I'm proud. I've never smoked pot. But here's what we know about alcohol and pot. You never see a bar fight with two guys who are stoned out of their minds. Right. Can, I, can I give you an example of what mm-hmm. happened? You get two dudes in a bar who've had too much to drink, and one guy looks at the other guy's girl. It's about to, it's, it's, it's going down. If they're both stoned, right? They're just they're just out of their minds. You know what the you know what the stone guy says? Go ahead, man. Look at look at my girlfriend. Someone should look at her. You know what I love too? 
Drunk people, you could always tell when drunk people are driving on the highway, oh, right? Because yeah. you know what they do? They're in the slow lane like this. Check it out. <laughs> they're in the slow lane like this. <laughs> I know. Right? And they're going 38 and a 65, and then you look at them, and they, they give you that little... <laughs> right? Here's how you can tell someone's stoned and driving. They're in the breakdown lane. They're not driving anywhere. And they're just like waving to people who don't even exist anymore. See, what Rich and I are trying to highlight for you today, if you want to look like a fool, you know our moms both said this to us, act a fool. Right. If you want to look like a fool, act a fool. Drink too much and tell me what positive has ever come out of it. My friend said something to me the other day. It was funny. He was like, if you, if you play silly games, you get silly prizes. Ooh, I like that. I might uh, steal that quote right. and say it's mine. So that's, like I said, that's any vice, any kind of, anything that's going to alter your, your, your great decision-making skills. Mm -hmm. You want to stay away from because, like I said, life is already likes for already difficult. And for mm -hmm. men, for instance, men, men, and I love my, you know, I, <laughs> I see you shaking your head, yeah, Rich. I know where you know, you're going, man. I understand, you know, when when a man gets hurt, like when a woman hurts him, I understand that you're hurt and you want to, you know, okay, I'm gonna get, I'm gonna, I'm going to get drunk or I'm gonna you know, have some drinks. But the, if your day's already bad, it's gonna make it worse. That's right. Okay. And when you get mad and you act out and you punch your own car, that's dumb. It's just, it's just plain dumb. If you get upset and you, and you, you know, you call the girl all kinds of names because you're drunk, mm -hmm. it's dumb. Because um, you're not getting anywhere. And matter of fact, now her parents and everybody else is going to say, stay away from this guy. Mm -hmm. So, you know, unfortunately, when you get hurt, when men get hurt, you just got to deal with it. You know, you just got to go through the motions and deal with it. Yes, it's going to be, it's going to be hard, but that's, that's it. If you, if you do anything else, you get hurt twice. Because you get hurt because of the breakup, and then you end up hurting yourself. That's right. That's two times. And 90%, Rich, again, I, you know, I throw out the, the stats every now and then. 90% of all domestic violence incidents involve alcohol. Yeah. Or money. <laughs> <laughs> right. Money's a second well, evil yeah, thing. That's the other Money's 10%. a sec second evil thing. There's yeah. been a few times I thought, ooh, but I understand, right? right? That's a bad Chris Rock joke. Please don't get <laughs> into me. So I, this... I, I took a Chris Rock joke. <laughs> so to, to sum it all up, Jeff. Yeah. Thirsty Thursday. If, you have, if you're going home, I'm going Thirsty, thirsty Thursdays. Thursday. You're, that. Yeah, you're done, right? Yeah, I love that. I'm gonna go shit face tonight. Don't even date that guy or that girl. Ever. Right? Um, Ever. Any of those. I'm telling. You, if you're so excited to go get drunk, then uh, you know the rest of your life is just. Can, as can I just give the audience a visual again? Say that mm -hmm. again. If you're so excited to to get drunk, can I give them the visual? Yeah, good. You got a teeny, <laughs> teeny, tiny acorn like right mind and, it, and self esteem. Because, so I'll give it. I'll, I'll, I'll take it a little personal. <laughs> so I've never been drunk before. I love. I it. have. I did. I did have some drinks here and there in my life. Mm -hmm. um, but you could probably add it up. I'm talking maybe a hundred times in my whole life, maybe. Mm -hmm. But um, and life is still difficult. I'm talking. You know. Absolutely. Man. I still have. You know. I still go on those roller coaster rides, and I still got to make. You know, I have to make decisions from like five years going forward. You know, and life is not. You know, life's not easy, but. You know, I could say, you know, I could say that I made great decisions because of it. You know, I, I, my daughter never seen me drunk. You know, my daughter, Huge. you know, so therefore, you know, she's, you know, hopefully, you know, she's very respectful of herself. I, I don't hear that she's getting drunk, but she could be hiding it from me. But mm -hmm. I, don't, I don't know. But she's, every time I see her, she's always been sober. I've never seen my daughter drunk either. Mm -hmm. 
So you have to lead by example. Absolutely. And, and what that does is it just, you know, I'm not saying your life's going to be the best, you know, but what it does is it puts you on displacement zero. Now mm-hmm. you're not in the negative. Mm-hmm. You never want to start off in this world in the negative. At That's least right. you're, you know, at least you're at a place where you're on an even platform where you can build on. Mm-hmm. You know, otherwise you're digging, you know, you're, you're trying to dig up. Mm-hmm. You know, try to get to basically where you you know where you're supposed to be. That's all. That's all that is. And you know, I, I I can't end it without throwing our government under the bus because during the vid, <laughs> they closed gyms on a oh, but they but kept boy, the liquor stores and the cannabis shops were wide open. They that's kept crazy. us drunk and stupid. Right. They didn't want us jacked and happy. Right. That tells you a little bit about what's going on behind the scenes. Hey, folks, I tell you what. You make your own life decisions, uh, and you don't have to agree with us. However, I know one thing for a fact. We're not hypocrites. We live what we talk about. We talk about what we live. I'm Dr. Jeff LeCure. That's Richard Yancey. And together, we are the bros who know. It's July 31st. We'll happily see you again in August. And we got a really good shot of seeing you in August if you put that drink down. (laughs) We'll see you next week.